You're listening to Podcasting with Purpose for Life Coaches. My name is Kara Gott-Warner, the podcasting coach for coaches. I believe that a podcast is a powerful medium for creating connection and community. And inside every conversation is the potential for transformation. So let's get started on yours. Enjoy the episode. excited to share another podcast episode with you. And this one is a little bit different because I'm away on vacation and there are no bells and whistles. It's another one of those kind of episodes because you know what? I've been busy. I've been busy just like we're all, you know, we all can get busy. We pick our priorities and I, you know, I've made, I've made a choice. I've, you know, I've drawn a a line in the sand. I am only doing things that I feel really excited about, really lit up about. And if there's any, any point in time where I feel like my podcast has become a chore and I get bogged down with recording and, oh my gosh, I didn't, you know, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have time for, for doing this or that, whatever it it is, whatever will bring me down or could bring me down. I just circle back to the fun. I circle back to remembering to fuel what I'm doing with fun. And if that means that I am taking my easy voice recorder app on my phone and opening it up and recording a beautiful episode for you, then that's how I'm going to do it. Because I know at the end of the episode, it's going to be something that moves your mind just a little bit more. It, it, it lights up your day just a little bit more than, you know, makes something a little bit different for you from, you know, before you started listening. So that's always that's always my goal. That's my passion. That's why I'm here. And so does that mean that sometimes I don't have any bells and whistles or fancy music at the beginning or at the end of an episode? Yes. To, because I know that that is not what makes an episode amazing. It's not your music. It's not your intro. It's not, it's not your call to action. It's none of that, right? So it's a, really, it is so about the fun, taking the bubble bath, you know, jumping out of bed like it's Christmas morning because you cannot wait to record. Because if that's the feeling that you have, you're always going to feel excited. You're not going to worry about, you know, when is this podcasting thing going to take off? When are people going to like start reaching out to me, right? That's not even going to be a thought because you're doing this because you love it. So all that other stuff, the clients coming, engagement, downloads, all that stuff that really doesn't really matter if that's like the main focus, all that stuff kind of becomes the byproduct of you just having a freaking amazing time. Just saying. So that's, I didn't mean to open up that way, but hey, that's what you get when, you know, I, when I, when I'm doing somewhat of an off the cuff episode, because I'm sitting inside of my RV right now. I'm in Southern Indiana, somewhere in Southern Indiana. <laughs> it's a beautiful woodsy woodland. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Fall is here. Finally, fall is here. Um, it's crazy how what an Indian summer it's been for, for, for most of us in the U.S., right? On the, you know, the nor- Northeast, Midwest. Um, okay, so, but what I want to talk about is a little bit, a little bit different than, than this. Okay, so, but really, it kind of does all tie, tie together. So trust me on this and just keep on listening, grab your cup of coffee 
whatever liquid you love to drink that's warm and fuzzy on this fall, you know, fall morning, maybe if you're listening when I release this uh, in the morning. So I think that this episode that I'm about to share really embodies what podcasting with purpose is all about, at least in my book. This is why I created this podcast. And why I began sharing through this medium called a podcast and also why I want to help others find their passion and purpose through the art of the spoken word, because that's what I believe this is. It's an art form, right? It really can be an art form if you look at it that way instead of as a marketing tool. Of course, it's a beautiful marketing tool. It can be that. But I look at, I have from the beginning, that has been the, the way I view a podcast. It's just let's just go have fun. Let's get behind that microphone and microphone. And oh my goodness, this thing, this thing that makes no that I can like talk into, it means I get to reach a bunch of people, like, like a megaphone. Oh my goodness. And so when I thought that from the beginning, when I, when I discovered a podcast back in 2014, I, I was amazed. I was like, wow. And I didn't care if I reached one person or a thousand people. It didn't matter. It was like the best thing to me. It was the most amazing thing. So I've been on an amazing eight-year personal quest that has taken me to some amazing places. I've met incredible people and it has given me beautiful treasures. All while I'm keeping my eye on the reason why I wear the badge, the proud, proud badge of a podcaster with a capital P. Like I like if there's one thing I've always kept near and dear to my heart when someone would ask me, you know, what I, what do you do? You know, you talk about your business, you talk about this thing. But I would always say, well, I'm a podcaster because I'm, you know, I've always been that proud podcaster. Like that's who I am. And and when I say this next thing, you're going to be like, OK, what she's going to cuckoo. But I want you to stay with me because I'll circle back to it. So. This idea, this, this, this vision, like I am a podcaster with a capital P and I never forgot the drops of oil on the spoon. Okay. Just keep that in your, in, in your, in the back of your mind for a little bit. And don't worry, I'm going to circle back to what these mean. So here's, that's the intriguing part. You have to keep listening. Okay. But when I, when I started, I almost forgot about these drops. Like when I started my coaching business, I started doing other things and podcasting was like, kind of like in the background. It was always there. It was always, always carried, you know, for the past, not always, but you know, (laughs) the past eight years. And, you know, I just want to share with you like how all of this knits together. Like this idea of like keeping the oil, you know, the, the oil on the spoon, being mindful of the oil on the spoon while you're kind of going through life, like keeping, you know, keeping that steady, that steady focus to pay attention to that with all the other things, right? So I want to share a little bit about a book that I'm reading. And it is a story that I first book I first read over 25 years ago. It's called The Alchemist. It's a very popular book. And you may have read this book. And when I first read this book over 25 years ago, it was amidst a divorce that I, that I was going through in my mid-20s. And it really supported me as I navigated a divorce and creating nothing. <laughs> like, you know, I created a new career from nothing. And I decided 
even through tears and sadness, that I was going to get out, get, I was going to figure this out and I was going to create a new career as a designer in New York City. And, and I did it. I did it. And it, it was crazy. Like I, <laughs> and when I look back, I'm like, I can't believe that I did that when I was like 25 years old. The things that I created from nothing created a whole new life for myself. And now that I'm in the second half of my life, the universe has called me to revisit not only the lessons I learned back then and how I never stopped believing that I could radically transform my life. And I did. Like, I'm thinking of that now. I'm like, holy crap, I did that. I did that. And this, is a, this was a mirror showing me to remember who I am, how powerful I am, how powerful we all are and capable to create anything. And even the most opposing force cannot kill our spirit. Because if you really, really want something, it's because that desire originated deep in the heart and soul of the universe. And it's your mission. Because the universe already told you it was. You already know this. You felt this deep inside of your own soul, in, the, in your own fiber of being. So it's your mission, right? So this is why, you know, I want to kind of circle into, or want to talk a little bit about this book, and I want to just kind of share a little bit about, a little bit about how it opens and kind of the crux of the story with this old man and this shepherd boy. And the old man is like, also like, spoiler alert, it's like the universe in disguise. Okay. So we start with the shepherd boy who is on a quest for a treasure. And along his path, he meets an old man, aka the universe, right? They don't really say it's the universe, but you, you, you know, it is, right? You, you can kind of, you know, get, get that, you gather that by reading the book. So the boy learns the meaning of what the old man calls your personal legend, which is your meaning and your purpose. So this, like I said, this is like kind of the crux of the book, the thing deep down that you want. That, that your soul is, is married to, right? That you're connected to. And, and looking back to my experience 25 years ago, it really, it, it's so cool, amazing to look back on this now that, that you know, this, what this is teaching me, that it, it's just incredible to me because my divorce was the, the old man, you know, the universe in disguise, showing me that it was time to get back on track with my dream. Even though I was in pain, I was hurt. I was angry. And I was asking why, you know, why is this happening? Why is this happening? And really when I think about it, because at the time when, you know, when I was going through the divorce, like I didn't want the divorce. I mean, not at that time. Like I, I could see the writing on the wall throughout my, you know, relationship um, at that time in my life. So my ex-husband wanted the divorce. And so I was like the, the victim, right? So I was angry. I was like, why, why is this happening? You know? And, and, you know, really it was, this was what was happening. This like the universe was stepping in like, Hey, hello, you got to get back to that dream. You, you, you know, you, in your, you know, in your early twenties, right? When you were like, you got out of college, you went to, to Parsons school of design in New York city. That's where I went to school. I had big dreams, right? as an art student, as an illustration major, 
also dabbling in, you know, fashion. That's when I, it just really started to, to come together for me. And this, this fire, this fire was inside of me. And then I let that go to get married, <laughs> you know? So it was like, it was like knocking on the door again. Hello, you gotta go, gotta go, go get back and do this. So the old man asked the boy, why do you tend to, to why do you tend a flock of sheep? Right, so the boy's, he's a little shepherd boy. So, and he says, why do you tend, a sh- you know, sheep? Why do you do that? And the boy says, because I like to travel. So his idea was like, if I can, if I, if I'm a shepherd, then I, I have freedom. Like I have, you know, the freedom to, you know, go wherever I want. And then the old man, you know, waited a little bit. Then he was like, you know, he said, you know, look over there at that baker, that man who was a baker standing in his shop. And the old man said, when the baker was a child, he wanted to travel too, but decided first that he had to start a bakery and put some money aside. And then later he would travel. But he, you know, and he never realized that people are capable at any time in their lives to doing whatever they dream of. And that's what the old man said to the boy. And the baker kind of thought about that but he came to the conclusion that bakers are more important than shepherds because bakers have homes and shepherds sleep out in the open and parents would rather see their kids marry bakers rather than shepherds. And then the old man continued to say, in the long run, what people think about shepherds and bakers becomes more important for them than believing in their own personal legends. So like, more important than believing in their own truth, even if it's hard to face, but we know it's the path we must walk. But then the boy wanted to know why was this old man telling him this? And he replied, because you were trying to realize your personal legend. And then you were at the point of wanting to give it all up. So I just have to also share this amazing part too. Just another little way to spin this, but but this was the thing. So this boy was, before I get into this other part that I wanted to share, before I forget this thought, because I'm trying to I'm trying to weave it together, or as I like to say, I like to knit things together because, you know, I'm a knitter, so we always knit things together, right? All the loops of life that come together. Ooh, there there's there's an episode right there. Um but, you know, the boy was like, yeah, I want to be a shepherd. But like, you know, I'm a shepherd because I want to travel. But he always he had this like idea, idea in his mind that he was out to find this treasure. That he needed to find this treasure. And how do I get this treasure? I need to find this treasure. And, you know, and, and he had this like inkling in the back of his mind that, wait a minute, but bakers, they make money, though. They're the ones that make the most money. They have all the chicks. The bakers have the chicks. The shepherds don't because they're just shepherds. And most of the chicks thinks that think that shepherds are like, you know, small-minded, blue-collar, you know, they really don't have their act together. But the bakers, now that's where it's at, because they make the money. And so the, the old man wanted to point out that most people get so caught up in this idea that, you know, bakers are more important than shepherds. They're looking at the bakers instead of the shepherds, like, oh no, or being a shepherd, like, no, I, I'm not gonna be a shepherd, because you know, people won't think that I'm, people won't think I'm good. People won't think I can, you know, that I'm, you know, elegant. 
like a baker is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like people just believe that bakers are more important or being somebody else, being someone big, someone that can be admired, someone that can do, you know, um, you know, complicated things or whatever thing that you think, this thought that we might have about how something is better than what we're doing or we have to do something we have to do something more than what we're doing because then we forget to believe in our own personal legends to believe in our own truth and then you know that was what the old man reminded the boy like well you had to know this because you were believing that you were believing that the baker was better than being a shepherd and you were forgetting about your personal legend and you were about to give up on that Okay, so here's another little, little bit that I want to share so we can knit this all together. Then another time the old man, aka the universe, appeared for a man who was mining emeralds. And the miner abandoned everything. He abandoned other things in his life because he, he wanted to go after these emeralds. And he did it for years. So he was, you know, mining, mining, you know, for, you know, these emeralds. Um, and examining hundreds of th- and thousands of stones looking for emeralds. And he was about to give up right at that point when if he were to examine just one more stone, just one more consult, hint, hint, coaches, just one more episode, podcast episode, those of you who are ready to pod fade, hint, hint, right? Just one more that he would find his emerald. And then the universe, the old man (laughs) who, you know, stepped in the scene at that point, he rolled in as a rock near the man's foot. And the man picked up that sucker and he threw it really hard in a fit of anger. And then it busted open. And guess what was inside that rock, guys? That's right, you guessed it, the emerald the big, beautiful emerald that he had spent five years looking for. The old man then reflected on how people learn early in their lives. What is the reason for being? And maybe that's why they gave up on it so early too. And he said that, that he then said to the shepherd boy, the treasure you seek is uncovered by the force of flowing water and it is buried by the same occurrence. So if you want to learn about your own treasure, you will have to give away some of your flock to realize it. And when we believe down to the fiber of our being, our personal legend, and we know our dream with a capital D, then when we drop money on that new program, And we'll only see this as an investment in our bottom line, not as an expense, not as another debt. Because, you know, some people think of debt as like buying money, right? We may have heard that before. Like, it's like, oh my gosh, I can go, I go into debt. So it allows me to invest in my bottom line, in myself, because I believe in myself, right? I have this this powerful ability, you can tell yourself. I believe in my powerful ability to create more and more, right? There's more where that came from. We can become a, a flowing river, an endless well of creativity and abundance 
And this is truth. But first, my friend, you have to believe it because it is true. I know it's true for you, but you have to believe it for yourself. So I, you know, I invite you to look at those times in your life when you've done this. Maybe you have a time in your life, like my time back in my 20s, when I created something from nothing. I had a life that was falling apart. I was going through a divorce. I think before that time in my life, like I had gone to this fancy art school and I came, you know, I went back to my hometown, got married. I worked at Home Depot. I worked at Home Depot and I was not pursuing my dream, my personal legend. And then divorce, aka the universe, came knocking on my door. And the rest is history. And it's amazing what I created. And so when I think back to that, that I created a career in New York City as a designer and then all the things that flowered after that up to the point of becoming a you know a magazine editor an editorial director you know a podcaster all along in there mixed in giving a giving my message giving my truth to you know my inspiration sharing my my experiences so that you can find your truth to help you that's what this is all about Whew. So where was I? So if we can allow ourselves to go with that flowing river, to be the flowing river, and allow for that endless well of creativity and abundance, we will never let opposing forces to take us away, like down the river, right? Take us down the river to let the current take us away, right? Instead, we can just keep rowing against that current Go and going because we know it's 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 a, it's a done deal. The universe already has our order. It's already in, right? The order is in. It's coming, just like Amazon, right? Like I I was thinking about this the other day. It's like I placed an order with Amazon, and I'm like, wow, you know what? Like I know I'm showing up for in my business for my coaching clients on my consults. Like clients come, you know, come and go, and new clients come, and then sometimes, you know, it's quiet. And that's all okay because the order is in. I'm doing my job. The only job I have as a coach is to show up and serve, right? And so for me, the idea of service is safety because there's like the safety, you know, creates the abundance that I need because, you know, I am showing up from that place of service. It's coming. Universe has your order. It's coming. So remember those drops of oil that I mentioned earlier? This is where they come in. While life is happening with all its beauty, joy, sorrow, as long as you don't forget those drops on the spoon, I, you know, in, in air quotes, your personal legend, right? And, you know, so you've got the, you don't forget those drops on the spoon and you don't forget to care for them. Remembering they are why you're here, right? Why you're showing up. And in the book, and I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but it says, the secret to happiness is to see all the marvels in the world and never forget the drops of oil on the spoon. If you keep those drops on the spoon and, and enjoy the joy, well, this is my, this is my part of it. This isn't in the book, but I, but I say, if you keep those drops on the spoon and enjoy the joy and the sorrows and the ups and downs, you will keep going. Because you'll remember those drops are why you're here. 
So when you feel like giving it all away, giving it up, stopping that podcast, thinking it's not good enough, I'm not enough, I should be a baker instead of a shepherd, (laughs) be the shepherd or whatever you're being, don't stop because the most beautiful emerald in the universe is waiting for you. So that's all I got for you today on this very, uh, you know, unexpected, very spontaneous podcast. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you found um, some inspiration from these words. And if you've never read the book, The Alchemist, I highly recommend it. And if you have read this book in the past, I think it's time to pick it up again. Because whenever we enter a different chapter in our life, of course, this book is going to be like, uh, it's going to have a whole new meaning. And I feel like it's such a gift that just keeps on giving back. So that's all I have. So you know what? That, like I said, that beautiful emerald is waiting for you. Don't stop. Keep going. Don't give up. Right? And so this my message, this is my message, especially for those of you I know you're out there. You know, if you're at that point in your on your podcasting journey and you've, you know, you're like 10 episodes in, you're a couple months in, and you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm not really sure what to say. I've lost excitement. I've lost enthusiasm. Who's really listening anyway? You know, the metrics are like, you know, they they don't show that many downloads. You know, I, I, I encourage you to keep going because that emerald is right around the corner. And when it comes to metrics and it comes to the things that people say you should be paying attention to for your podcast, don't, don't, don't buy into that. But create your own metrics, create your own metrics that really matter. Because at the end of the day, and at the end of the day, that's what's going to help keep you going. And that's what's been helping me to keep going for the past eight years. Celebrate the impact that you're having, not just on the people who are listening, that you know are listening, but how is a podcast also having an impact on your life? How has it been a teacher for you? Just the act of doing this. How has it been a teacher for you? So look at those gifts and celebrate those. And look for all those beautiful emeralds. Okay, I'll see you next time. Bye.